Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, an elementary school principal, opened up a dumpster and found inside of it a bear. And Tony Kornheiser, let me guess, was it Rex Grossman? I'm glad you brought up the name Rex Grossman, a quarterback who's got the same number of Super Bowl appearances as uh, a certain Green Bay guy having defected to the Jets, all right? And one more than Lamar Jackson. That's two quarterbacks everybody on this network has obsessed over for two months. Rex Grossman tied with one ahead of the other. Huh? Yeah, and, and yet, when we're on this show, you always say he never made the Super Bowl. You downgrade well, your own guy. Never understood that. Welcome to PTI, ride. boys and girls. Today's episode, Chris Ball is hurt, Dylan Brooks is out, and P.K. Subban joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with James Harden scoring 45 points, tying his career playoff high as the 76ers went into Boston without Joel Embiid and beat the Celtics 119-115. Harden, who has been more of a facilitator than a scorer this season, took over the offensive load without Embiid, took a season-high 30 shots, made 17. Wilbon, what's the word for Harden's performance? Well, Tony, I'm going to give you two examples of one word, one word each. The first one that comes to mind is prolific. He was prolific like James Harden used to be. You know, like, you know, whatever, eight, seven, eight, nine years ago when James Harden was the MVP, and you knew he was going to have the ball and maybe not give it up the entire game and could get you 45 in his sleep. But he was something, Tony, that he also used to never be, and that's efficient. So we, we, we weren't used to Harden being that. He had the ball all the time, ball hog. You know, I got tired of watching Harden, and I thought there were, there were moments in his career where he undermined his own brilliance, his own greatness as scoring by not being efficient. But he is both of those now. Because without Embiid, all right, he has got to play the game differently, and he seems to have learned it. They didn't learn it. He's mastered it. And so he can lead the league in assists anytime he wants and giving the ball up and early in the shot clock and getting it back and conducting. And all of those things were on display last night for Harden. He was masterful too, Tone. That would be a third word. That's three. I'm just going to use one word. But first, I'm going to congratulate you on getting this right. You said that the Sixers could go up to Boston without Embiid and win, and I didn't think they had any chance whatsoever. The word I would use is vintage because I look at Harden's career a little bit differently than you do. I've always loved watching Harden play. I thought he should have been the MVP two or three different times. But when he got to Philadelphia, I thought he regressed. I actually thought he got physically slow. I wondered if I'd ever see the James Harden that I knew again, and you could see him last night. He had this great quote. After the game, he said, I haven't felt one of these zones in a minute. It had to be explained to me that in a minute was a slang term for much more than a minute, like forever and ever and ever. And then he said, Joel wasn't here tonight. Now it's like, James, you be aggressive. If you want me to do what I did tonight, I can do that as well. So uh, there's a confidence to him that augurs very well for this team. But I want to say this, Mike. If you're a Boston sports fan, what are you thinking today? You just watched the Bruins, the best team ever in hockey, lose a 3-1 lead in games. Lose a game at home in Game 7. They were up with a minute to go. You just saw the Celtics make two terrible turnovers in the last 33 seconds. Your boy Brogdon made one. Um, Smart made another. You know, what? Are you, it's a brutal 48 hours, Mike, from Boston. It is. Brutal. It is, Tony, but I'm going to say this. 
And, and so they're on the clock, if you will, already, to borrow a phrase from last week in the draft. But I'm going to say this. I don't know that you want Harden trying that again, right? When he was vintage Harden, you want him to try it every night because he could do it, at least in the regular season. But Tony Harden has failed to come through in the playoffs quite a bit in his career. That's on his resume, too. Yep. He didn't fail last night. He staked him to a one nothing lead. Good for him. Let's move to the West, where the Suns, yours and mine, may have lost more than just game two. Chris Paul left last night's game in the third quarter due to growing tightness, with the Suns up by three over the Nuggets. In his absence, Denver outscored Phoenix by 13 to go up 2-0 wow. in the best of seven. Nikola Jokic had 39 points, 16 boards, five assists for the Nuggets. He was masterful, too. Tony, where does all this leave the Suns? All right, so let me give you the best-case scenario. The best-case scenario is Phoenix goes back home and they win two home games, which regularly happens in the playoffs. Then you have a three-game series, sort of like Golden State and Sacramento. And then maybe Phoenix goes on the road and, like Golden State, they win a couple of games on the road or the games that they need to win on the road and they beat a higher seed. That's the best-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is that Phoenix is doomed and Chris Paul is doomed and injured. He's never won a championship. He always gets hurt in the playoffs. And you see this unfold and you say, how can this be happening again and again and again? And plus, Kevin Durant, Mike, who I said would miraculously and instantaneously transform Phoenix into the best team in the NBA, he's three for 15 on threes in the first two games, yeah. and he's only gotten to the line six times. That's the worst-case scenario. Yeah, last night's game was there to be won. The Suns played great defense. They played – they were a nine-and-a-half defensively, all right? It doesn't matter that Jokic was as great as he was because Jamal Murray wasn't, Michael Porter Jr. wasn't. They held those guys down. They were up. They were up eight at one point. You're thinking, this is where the Suns – Need to just steal game two and home court advantage, and they couldn't. Because Durant, you know what, Tony? Durant right now doesn't look any better than Mikael Bridges, who the Suns gave up to get Durant. I know Durant is a greater player. I know he can do this in the next game. He can do it at home or on the road. So I don't want to give back Kevin Durant. But I'm just saying, right now, he's no better than Mikael Bridges, who they traded to get him. He just isn't. And if Chris Paul is injured, and you know I am totally biased. Chris Paul is my dear friend. I know. They can't win, Tony. They can't win no. without Chris Paul. They can't win with Chris no. injured. No, no team. But T. No. Lou just talked about this. You're not winning in this sport when your best players are injured. So I hope that Chris can be 80% of himself more so when they get to the next game or later in this series. But the Suns are in trouble. That's what they are right now because it can't just be Booker out there playing great. They need more. And Aiton, stop pouting and play basketball, seriously. We turn now to the upcoming series between the Warriors and Lakers, which tips tonight at 10. This is the most attractive matchup the NBA has. There are rings galore and stars galore. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green have four rings. LeBron James and Anthony Davis together got a ring with the Lakers a few years back. Wilbon, which way are you leaning? Tony, this is, this is such... The fanfare for this is like, wow, we've had a couple of series actually meet the hype so far, right? And Golden State, Sacramento was one of them I thought exceeded it. I'm leading toward the champs again, in part because of what they just did in the last series and winning two road games, doing it really the hard yeah. way. Uh, and because 
those that core, those three guys, Iguodala's there on the bench, but he's not playing right now. But those three, Clay, Draymond, and of course Steph and Steve Kerr and the staff, they don't want LeBron hunting historical greatness by catching them. They don't this means something. And I mean respectfully, almost admiringly. And as much as LeBron and Anthony Davis want to win this, Steph and Clay and Draymond want them not to. I mean, it's going to be a test of skill and will, and people should turn off whatever else they're watching and watch this. Yeah. Do me a favor. You're well-connected in the NBA. Maybe you could talk to somebody that the games wouldn't start at 10 o'clock in the East because on a school night, nobody's staying up till 1 in the morning to watch this game. And, and if you're the commissioner, this is the best you got. You got to go to the television people and say, this is what we got. Let's put this on so people in the East can watch this as well. Yeah. I don't want to be a victim of recency bias. I love that phrase with what the Warriors just did, though it was very impressive. Um, LeBron James has more playoff games and more playoff points than anybody in the history of the NBA. He has averaged 28.5 points through, and I want to get the number right, 272 playoff games, Mike. That's three-plus season. He's a great, great player. But somehow I think Anthony Davis will get hurt, and somehow I think mm. the Warriors are going to win this because they are champions so many times over, and what they did just sends them on a rocket after what they did with Sacramento. Yeah. So I will yeah. lean to the Warriors as well. I will. But I expect a great series. I, I want I to. Again, I want to watch it. Try to hook me up with a real time. Let's take a break. Coming up, why didn't the Rangers give a better performance in last night's Game 7? We're going to ask P.K. Subban. I'll hook you up with my over-the-counter sleep aid. Helps me. Yeah, I got okay. it, you know. What, caffeine? Shoot you can just go to bed 2, ears. 3 o'clock in the morning. We'll also ask him that. who he sees as the teams to beat now that so many of the uh, early betting favorites are out. Of the Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's dig into the Stanley Cup playoffs with our new bestie from ESPN's The Point, Mr. P.K. Subban, all decked out. Look at that jacket, Wilbon. P.K., Baseball let's start jacket. with this. Classic. The Devils beat the Rangers 4-0 Game 7 last night. 4-0 in a Game 7. What happened to the Rangers? Why didn't they show up? 
Well, I don't think the question is what happened to the Rangers. I think the question is what happened to the Devils. They go down 2 nothing early in the series, losing home ice advantage. And then what happens to the Devils? They go on Broadway. Jack Hughes finds his game, starts tap dancing all over MSG and down Broadway, all over the Rangers' defense. They build confidence from there. And like I said before the playoffs started, for the Devils to have success, they had to play fast. They're a younger team. I just played with them last year. I played against the Rangers many times. And we liked those matchups against the Rangers because of our team speed. Well, they got faster this year. And when they started to skate, the ice tilted, and they took over the series. And you can see that. Jack Hughes for the New Jersey Devils was unbelievable in this series. The New York Rangers, in the first 10 minutes of the game last night, I was shocked. The, the turnovers were hot and fresh like the pizzas coming down the middle at Prince's Pizza in Soho because these guys were turning the puck over like crazy. I'd never seen the Rangers play like that. It was all New Jersey Devils after, after game two. It was crazy. PK, 24 hours ago, Tony and I were sitting here trying to figure out, like everybody else, what to make of the Bruins' early elimination. And we talked about the possibility of choking a little bit. Yeah. We talked about the possibility of just the nature of the Stanley Cup playoffs being something where really great teams can go out early. What do you think happened? Well, first of all, the Boston Bruins had a remarkable season, one of the best in the history of the league. And hats off to them. They had an amazing season. They built this team. I got to give credit to the GM in the front office because the way they built this team, I'm sure if you asked all 32 GMs in the league, they'd probably build the, sa the team the same way for next year. Like, you can't build that team with more depth in every position than they have right now. The only question mark was, and this, I, I got this information once I had already put my pick in. I didn't know Patrice Bergeron had a herniated disc before the playoffs started. I didn't know David Krejci was going to have injury issues going into the playoffs. That's their number one and number two centerman. I don't care how good your team is. You lose those two guys, especially with the impact that they've had in that organization. Forget the team this year. In the organization, since they were drafted there, those guys are remarkable hockey players, tremendous leaders in that locker room. Those were huge losses for the Boston Bruins, and I think just it, it made it difficult. Guys had to play too much, too much pressure on some guys. I would still keep that team the way it is, but you're going to have to find a way to fill those holes if those two guys decide to retire. Speaking of intensity in Florida, Matthew Chachuk had 11 points for the Panthers during the series. He can get to some guys, get under their skin a little bit. If oh, you yeah. were on the Maple Leafs and you know him well, PK, how would you deal with Tuchuk starting right now in game one? Well, you'd probably start by telling him to let him sleep, but that's going to be impossible to do that. You're not going to let that guy sleep because he's going to have his hand in everything, and rightfully so. This guy isn't just a gamer. You hear that quote a lot in sports. Oh, he's a gamer. He shows up in big games. I'm going to go a step further than that. This guy's a leader on this team and one of the best leaders in the league. This team possibly couldn't have had a sniff of the playoffs with the injuries that they had and the way they started the season. It started when Big Walt, Big Keith Kachuk, came out in the public and called this team out a few weeks ago. Since then... Matthew Kachuk went out, got a hat trick the next game, and everything turned around for this team. This guy drives the bus. He's the straw that stirs the drink for the Florida Panthers. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, they can't let him sleep. You got to pay attention to this guy. You better get to him first because he's definitely going to draw a few penalties. He's going to be in front of that net 
all series long running havoc on the Toronto Maple Leafs. This guy's a gamer, he's a leader, and he's part of that next generation in this league of superstars to come. Uh, we get you out of here on this question, but first I want to say how proud I am of you that you mentioned Prince's Pizza in Soho, and I hope they send you a free pie <laughs> for that particular plug. They better. Here's a question. They better. Yeah. All right. Here's a question. It seems like the field is wide open now. The Bruins, obviously, a great year, and they're out. The Lightning, they've won in recent years. They're out. The Avalanche, defending champs, they're out. So who do you see as the best teams remaining? Who I want to see in the finals coming out of the West is the Edmonton Oilers. I want to see the league's best player finally have an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. And how can you say he doesn't deserve it? 153 points this season, 64 goals. He's had a remarkable season. He showed up in the first round when they needed him to, came up with some big goals towards the end of the series. He's a big game player. There's no question about that. But can he get to the Stanley Cup final. He's made it to the conference final. I think that this is the year that they can do it. They're going to have to go through Seattle. They're going to have to go through potentially uh, Dallas, excuse me. Dallas is playing well also, so that's the team to look out for in the West. But the team for me that I want to see is the Edmonton Oilers. I really think they can do it. And in the East, I'm going to stick with New Jersey Devils, man. I, I, I like this team and the way they're playing. They're a problem right now for anyone in the league when they're playing with speed. When they play with their speed, guys, they can't be touched by any team in this league. They're too wow. fast. They're wow. too quick. W look at the Rangers' skill. How does that not take over the series? Well, the puck, the puck moves faster than bodies, but that's how fast the Devils are. Another team in the East, Florida, man. When you get the ball rolling like that, look out. I, I don't think that's going to be an easy series for Toronto. I think Florida's actually going to be a lot tougher than Tampa was. This team's hungry, and they've been playing playoff hockey for the past couple months. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, PK. PK thank thank you. you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. The next time I come on, I'll have a nicer jacket for you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, it, like that. but it's free. We so like it's okay. That. It was free. I like that. You can catch more of PK on The Point at 6 p.m. on The Deuce, followed by Panthers Leafs and Kraken Stars on ESPN starting at 7. We will the take one last break still to come. The Yankees put the MVP on the IL. And the Grizzlies have come to a decision about what to do about loudmouth Dylan Brooks. Imagine that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy time, people. Happy 51st birthday, The Rock. His real name is Dwayne Johnson, and while he is most famous for being a popular action actor, he's relevant on this show because he owns the XFL, which is in its third incarnation this year. The XFL title game between the DC Defenders and the Arlington Renegades will be played on Saturday, May 13th in the Alamo Dome. The Rock bought the XFL for $15 million from Vince McMahon. All the games were on ABC or FX or one ESPN station or another, and ratings slid over the course of the season, which surprised no one. The Rock comes from football, honestly. He was a defensive lineman at the U. 39 games, one start, 77 tackles, four and a quarter sacks, and one title in 1991. Are you, you watching the XFL? Don't tell me you've gotten into the DC defenders like the Nationals. Yeah, I love them. And you're just a lapdog now. Don't tell me that. I love them. I have a role, says DC so Defenders. Sad. Love it. So Happy sad. anniversary, Isaiah Thomas, the other Isaiah Thomas. On this day six years ago, Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics scored 53 points in a 129-119 playoff win over the Washington Wizards to give Boston a 2-0 lead in that series. Thomas was 18-33 from the floor, 5-12 from three. The Wizards eventually tied the series at 3-3 when John Wall hit a game-winning three with under five seconds to play. Wall jumped onto the scorer's table, pounded his chest. It was Wall's greatest moment in Washington. He was king of game six. In game seven in Boston, Wall scored no points in the fourth quarter, missed his last 11 shots of the game. Uh, Tony, was that the last great night of basketball in D.C. In, in, for the franchise? Yes. It was, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It 100%. was thrilling. Yes, I went to Boston yes. for Game Seven, and oh, it didn't go so well. Mm. It really didn't. And there's been Did nothing's not. been flat since. Flat. Happy trails, Dylan Brooks. The Athletic reports that the Memphis Grizzlies have informed their longest tenured player, Dylan Brooks, he will not be brought back. Brooks was the most vocal of the Grizzlies before and during their failed series with the Lakers, calling LeBron James old and bragging that he liked to poke the bear. Indeed, Brooks hit LeBron in the groin one game. Brooks ran his yap, could not back it up. Also fined 25 grand by the NBA for not speaking to the media after three of Memphis's four losses. Brooks shot 31.2% from the field in the series, and he made himself expendable. Tony, you know, just a couple of years ago in the playoffs, Brooks averaged 25 points a game. I mean, he, he was not just know. some one-trick pony and a weird dude at that. There's some value well, there. There's some game in there. And in the, I don't know, in the evolution of it all, he seems to have lost himself. He's too young and talented not to find himself with the right team, right coaches. One omission, Caddy Joe LaCava leaving Tiger to take a full-time job with Patrick Cantley because Tiger can't Tiger's play retired. at the moment. Tiger's Quickly retired. to the big finish. Yeah. The Yankees put Aaron Judge on a 10-day aisle with a hip strain. Big deal? No, the season goes forever. Not a 10-day, it's not a big deal. Packers and Jordan Love agreed to a one-year extension. Does that matter much? I think so. Psychologically, if he's their quarterback now and this makes him feel better, yes, it does. Novak Djokovic will return to the U.S. Open. I bet you're excited. Kind of, Tony. The U.S., of course, ending its vaccination policy for international travelers on May 11th. Kind of. 
The NL leading Pirates open a three-gamer at the AL leading Rays. Is that significant? They're two very, very good teams. I'd like to see that. By the way, May 11th isn't until a while. It's, it's in the future. Last one. Heat at Knicks. Game two tonight. Who you got? Uh, Tony, the Knicks have to win this game, but they better have Jalen Brunson, who's listed as questionable. No Brunson. They're going down 0-2. What a time. We'll try and do better the next time. Kerry Russell and the Diplomat. Shout out to my girl. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, your sports center. Do you like Kerry Russell? Great actor. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.